Hello, music friends. Happy Memorial Day. I hope you all have had a wonderful school year for those of you to whom that applies and that you're either finished or wrapping up. We finished on Friday, and my students actually got to conclude the year by performing for their final chapel. So that was a huge honor for them, and I think they enjoyed getting the chance to perform for their friends. As you can probably tell, I haven't been able to be as active on my podcast and blog this year because I have been really boots on the ground with these students at my own children's school, and it has been so rewarding, but also very energy draining. So thank you for your patience. I did want to share a few of the things I've learned this year, lessons that I can apply hopefully for next year. And what's kind of worked, what hasn't maybe worked as well, that I can improve more in the future. The biggest thing I have been focused on are student motivations. And especially since my own children are age eight and four, student motivation is key. And even some of the students who are in the junior high level at the school where I work, we have to find what motivates them to get them really to dig into their instrument. And a few of the ideas that I've used include literal music currency. I found on Hoffman Academy that there are bills with different composers on them that you can use as reward systems for your students. And it's wonderful because it actually lets the students see different famous composers like Beethoven is on the $100 bill and... Uh, I think Bach is on one of the others and Clara Schumann. And so they get introduced to different composers while you're just using literally a reward system. And that can be for practicing or good behavior during lessons or classes. And then I call this next one toy currency. They can actually buy a little toy, whether that's a charm, like a music charm for a necklace or music sticker. Or the most popular one this year has been the mochi squishy toys. So I am including an affiliate link to those for Amazon on my blog. And that has literally been like currency for my children and my students this year. My son, who's four, he will get his violin out and practice if there's a specific mochi he is trying to earn. And sometimes without even me saying so, even this morning. So that has been, I know it sounds simple to us as adults, but for kids, even some of the middle school students, using those little squishies as motivators can actually make a huge difference in the amount of practice sessions they're willing to do. Now, another, in in a certain sense, currency that's been helpful is social currency. And musicians often can feel very isolated in their music making, especially if you're in the practice room by yourself or you're preparing for a concert that none of your other friends from school are doing, it can be a difficult situation to find that motivation to continue. So this case, I have taken on the gargantuan task of trying to create a culture at the school that values music, especially after COVID. This has been very challenging, um, but not impossible. And I have seen students quite eager to jump into something in which they're not just passively taking in music, but they are actively able to make music themselves with their friends. So this last, um, this last several months, the students have been practicing for various concerts, whether it's at church or solo and ensemble, or most recently, we did a Pops and Popsicles concert, which they loved the most of all the concerts this year. 
And that's because they got to choose which songs they wanted to perform. And some of them did solos. Some of them did small ensembles. And I allowed them to do either one. Or if they really weren't ready, they didn't have to do either. But many of them chose to do both because they liked picking out their own solo, but they also enjoyed collaborating with their team. Other people just wanted kind of that team experience so that they wouldn't have to be quite so exposed uh, by themselves in front of the school. And it was also nice because the audience was made up largely of their fellow students and parents and grandparents. So kind of like a typical recital. And so they were able to feel a little bit more comfortable perhaps that their friends and their families were there. I think that that social currency and then even concert currency, if you will, if we continue with the currency theme, really helps motivate. And I know historically, especially when I was growing up, there was a large emphasis on perfection, that you had to be perfect to perform. And I agree that we do need to have excellence in our performing and that students should strive towards excellence. But when we put the emphasis on perfection, it can cause a lot of anxiety and it can give a lot of negative emotions when students view performing. And it is a difficult thing to do. So instead, I've tried to push for regular performing and not emphasizing perfection, but regular performing, regular practice, so that students become comfortable in both the practice room and on the stage. And I think that that has made a huge difference for many of these uh, young musicians. Anyway, if you would like to jump in on this conversation, I would love to hear your thoughts either on in the comments on social media or shoot me an email. What are some of the motivators you've noticed that have worked with your children or students this year? And thanks for listening. I hope to talk to you soon.